From Short and Sweet AI, I'm Dr. Pepper, and today I want to talk about making AI more emotionally intelligent. Humans are incredibly skilled at identifying the emotions in a conversation. We can hear a smile, and we correctly identify emotions in a voice even when we don't speak the language. In fact, more than 50 categories exist within the human emotions of surprise, joy, anger, sadness, and fear, and each is conveyed through body language, words, or tone. When you recognize these signals and respond appropriately, you have high emotional intelligence, or high EQ. We know emotional intelligence and social skills correlate with a person's potential for success in life. On the other hand, we live in a high IQ world, surrounded with super-advanced technology and AI systems developed to help us. But they have absolutely no EQ, no emotional intelligence. We need to build emotionally intelligent machines that truly understand human needs so we can have successful interactions with them. The idea of making emotionally intelligent AI has been around for a long time. In 1997, an MIT Media Lab professor, Rosalind Picard, published a book about computers and emotions entitled, entitled Affective Computing. Affect is a psychology term and refers to feeling, emotion, or mood. Picard is credited with starting the field of computer science known as affective computing. It's also called emotional artificial intelligence or emotion AI. Her book outlined how to give machines the skills of emotional intelligence so they can be genuinely intelligent and interact with us naturally. She believes computers should have the ability to recognize, understand, to even have and express emotions. And by the way, this sounds very similar to what Ray Kurzweil has predicted in some of his conversations about the future. In 2009, Picard and Rana Al-Kalabi, a computer scientist from MIT, started an AI company called Affectiva, based on emotion recognition technology. Subsequently, the company created a data set of 7.9 million faces from 87 countries with the recorded expressions for just about every human emotion. Above all, Picard and Kalubi wanted to avoid biases in Affectiva's algorithms. They therefore used a diversity of faces to pick up the differences in expressions from all ethnic groups, ages, genders, and cultural backgrounds. Incidentally, I talked about the biases in large data sets in a previous flash talk on ImageNet. Today, Affectiva's algorithms can detect human emotion from facial expressions and vocal cues, but even more, Kalubi wants to train machines to recognize the subtle nuances in human emotions. Humans use a lot of nonverbal cues. Gestures, body language, vo voice tone all contribute to how emotions are communicated. For that reason, researchers plan to develop emotion AI that is multimodal and can detect emotion the way humans do from multiple channels. Ultimately, 
Kalubi wants to fuse digital technology with an ability to understand the humans using it. The power to detect human emotion has implications for every aspect of society. Emotion AI technology can detect mental and physical ailments based on how patients look or sound. In marketing, it determines consumers' reactions to commercials and TV shows. In the automotive world, Emotion AI can identify distractions going on inside the car that could affect safety, such as arguments or a driver's lack of focus. Finally, the biggest role so far has been in customer service. Call centers are already using Emotion AI to identify the mood of customers on the phone. In the next Flash Talk, I discuss how emotional cues become part of a machine's emotional intelligence and why there are worries. As always, further reading, videos, and podcasts are in the show notes. From Short and Sweet AI, I'm Dr. Pepper.